I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Roger, it's Brian. Look, I know this sounds a little far-fetched, but I want you to meet me every night between October the 21st to December the 18th at 7.30 p.m. at a place called the Menier Chocolate Factory in London Bridge. Some days at 3 p.m. and 7.30 p.m., people are going to watch us. A bit like a zoo or whatever. And I'll give you a cut. If you do want to find out more, look at the internet. Manyachocolatefactory.com. Speak soon. Bye. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Boo! Boo! Oh! Did did I shit all over your your? No, it scared me. I I was like atmospheric. (laughs) I was very scared. I live in a flat, Julia, on a high street, and uh, my daughter's bedroom (laughs) overlooks the high street. And uh, she's nearly three, and everyone's got uh, skulls and ghosts in the window, and they all—they're not not like the friendly ones you'd expect, where they're all sort of smiling pumpkins. They've got sort of horrible zombie ghosts that are like in mid-screen. She loves actual severed limbs. Yeah. But she did say to me, uh, uh, I said, look, you know, you can see the ghosts over there. And she said, what, what's a ghost? And oh, I thought, man. Ah, this is difficult, Don't isn't it? Don't start down that road. This is difficult. I said, um, <laughs> uh, it's dead people, dead people, dead humans. <laughs> 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 anyway, she's in care now, so that's all good. It's, uh, it's for the best. It's it, for the best. It's Halloween week, Jules. Spooky week, as my kid keeps reminding me. It's a spooky week, it, Mom. It's the spookiest of weeks. Uh, I'm going to introduce really us. Enjoying it this year. It's me, malevolent Mark Brains. That's one. Oh, should I have? Should I have thought of one? Uh, I am. I've got one for you. It's so good. Okay, good. Thanks. It's Julia Gray. Side. Hey! <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. It was. I mean, that is pretty much of a level uh, as the Strictly yeah. judges got um, when they introduced them. They came down as uh, <laughs> Craig Devil Horwood, which is good. Nice. Nice. Um, I think it was Anton Boobeck. Yeah, which was pretty saggy, but <laughs> yeah. we'll allow it. <laughs> uh, bewitching Shirley Ballas. W- uh. I mean, really not. I haven't worked on that one. And uh, Motsy Monstrous Mabusi. Uh, nice. we, uh, there wasn't a lot of thought went into those. It's more just alliteration. That's that doesn't really count as like carefully crafted wordplay. I it? agree. I agree. And then they just went, oh, and it's Tess Daly and Claudia Winkleman, um, <laughs> who, had, who had decided to get into the spirit of Halloween by not dressing up in a costume at all, just wearing a yeah, bit of black. They didn't, did they? Very well, disappointing. I, I mean, I was a bit disappointed because I know, we, we we've discussed this in previous series, but I know that the, from just talking to Claudia, she's a close personal friend of mine. She's not. I've done her show a couple of times, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I know she's like not asked about the clothes she'd rather just 
go to a shop, point at like 10 black dresses and say, okay, those. Yeah. And just, and then be done with it. She's not that bothered. But Tess is very fashion, loves her clothes, has lots of input into what she wears. You'd think she'd say, come on, let's really go for it with, but not, does it look like they couldn't be bothered? It's a shame because what it does is it gives a sort of sense of distance between the presenters and everybody else on the show. Yeah, I know. And and that doesn't seem like a, a particularly good idea, especially when it's Halloween. Everyone should be in the Halloween spirit. I agree. Um, what an opening dance i mean <laughs> it really made me feel uncomfortable the the the, 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 the dictionary definition of overthought <laughs> to the point where someone had had a kernel of an idea people had run with yeah. it and it had entirely got away from what anyone could could get a handle on yeah i think we're, we're saying it's probably by committee yeah. i think there were too many cooks it was too many ideas for me i didn't like watching voldemort with the you know their sort of no-nose face dancing in a quite sort of upbeat way it didn't it didn't yeah. make me feel okay also with um um Otie, who was dressed as a hogwarts pupil and yeah. there was a bit where they were really sort of dancing together and i was like oh this <laughs> this feels wrong on a lot of levels <laughs> i mean you know I mean, if voldemort is supposed to be evil then he's doing absolutely the right thing in, in seducing yeah. <laughs> a, a schoolgirl who that is, that is such a mark haynes reading of the oh, situation I, but, I didn't even notice that i just the whole thing made me feel I, eggy i i felt that that was weird they had they opened it with with a sketch of the dancers who aren't who haven't got partners essentially the yeah. backing dancers and they were auditioning for craig revel horwood's <laughs> talent agency i don't really know and he was rejecting them for being too evil <laughs> and they then said well we're going to do a dance that shows you how joyful we can be right this is already complex that this is when well, the concept is already yeah it's not good is it it's like just do like a spooky dooky evil halloween dance it's yeah like, gravestones and shit it's not hard that's it people pop up from the gravestones you know you know from the graves or you know someone opens up something and it's a spider inside <laughs> rather than having the scene of hannibal lecter dancing with pinocchio no thank you uh, really really strange didn't the, the, like it the the the, 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 the di- disco helmeted darth vader as well um <laughs> jafar from aladdin and the clown from it it too was too many ideas like a bad cheese dream <laughs> it really ideas. was there was also nadia was dressed seemingly as god <laughs> and she was she had a beard on and long flowing hair and white robes and i was like that is not something from Sexy a horror film but <laughs> she ripped open her top and she was wearing like a gold sparkly boob tube and i was like <laughs> Is this the most sacrilegious thing that's ever been on British television? <laughs> um, a, should, do you want to? Should, should we make a? I don't know. Michael Myers. He's in the news a lot. Halloween. Sure. Um, uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Jason Voorhees. <laughs> or some kind of pansexual god. Um, yeah, let's go for the it's, pansexual it's actually god. Only, only slightly worse than what they made her wear later, when she was like the, <laughs> a little gob piano goblin I, under the lid of a stein. <laughs> that's true. The um, this ended, of course, uh, happily because the good guys lassoed all of the bad guys <laughs> um uh, c- concentrating the evil together in one place um but un- good. unfortunately yeah. they'd missed out the clown from it hadn't they <laughs> and uh, i presume he then went on to slaughter um all of all of the good guys everyone in the studio just they're all dead now everyone involved <laughs> in this routine has since died it was so <laughs> complex again if I that just was wanted to do it spooky i didn't like all this oh no it's silly mm, and, they're and really th- good at like drama and you know that one they did was it last week with all the kind of mirrors and the yeah. identical costumes cool like do it do some kind of iconic 
cheek spooky thing uh, and i think also a bit fabulous yeah this. and stick to sort of like i don't know scooby-doo you know that you're <laughs> I, I, which i'm sure they've done before i have a vague memory of karen howard being dressed as daphne yeah, um, no, that that wasn't in strictly <laughs> um, <laughs> i've got a mystery i'd like you to uncover um it's the mystery of how i got into your house um <laughs> the uh the the whole the whole thing was I don't know. Just it, it should be spooky, ooky Adams family. Yes, and what yes. it shouldn't be is Hannibal Lecter, genuine real life serial killers. You know, just... doing doing the mashed potato with Dennis Nielsen. Like, yeah. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not thinking. The, the, the only thing I really loved about the opening of this episode mm. was obviously Dave Archie's orchestra always game, unlike Claudia and, and and Tess, always game for a bit of dressing up. Yeah, and he was this this week the world's most apologetic vampire. <laughs> I love I love every time he gets introduced, he kind of does a shrug. Yeah, he does. And the more emphatic they are about him, the bigger his shrug is. And this week he was like i'm sorry i'm a vampire what am i gonna do i don't even know if he's jewish i'm now making him into a jewish vampire with my terrible impression but i love his like shrugged like oh well i guess here we are again <laughs> silly old me oh, I love him. that is good it's funny to think what dave arch might be doing if he wasn't like part of like the bbc orchestra yeah. whether he'd be a leading musician or nothing or just be sitting at home with a casio very strange and he's a man with his own orchestra like it's <laughs> Pretty impressive. <laughs> I wonder if the others sort of think. I don't think he deserves the title of this being an orchestra. We're all just mates jamming on the telly show. <laughs> Maybe. Um, <laughs> yeah. Maybe we're slightly overblowing it to call it an orchestra. Although this week they were doing War of the Worlds. Yeah. And, I mean, the, the, the ACDC. Range, exactly. The range of style this week was kind of really impressive. It's always impressive. It was. I did feel there was a little bit. We could have had a little bit more Halloween music. I must I admit. I, I'm always disappointed when I don't have at least one go at the Monster Mash. I was about to say, like, where was the bleeding monster mash yeah there has to be one contestant usually the contestant that's going out yeah does i don't know maybe a charge to the monster mash it's the law it is the law and instead we got a lot of ariana grande and mm. uh we got some ed sheeran, ed sheeran. i mean oh, give me give me some some classic i mean i'm gonna throw my hands up right now julia and say i really really enjoyed tilly's dance and part of that oh was my because God, so did i part of that was because it was to a sort of really cheesy 60s halloween song which yeah. was called something like my baby loves the spooky movies <laughs> i would yeah. have so much respect for for people, you know, modern people today who went, I'm going to do a Halloween song properly yeah, like know. that. Get Billy Eilish coming in and going, you know, I'm going trick-or-treating with a werewolf. I, I would go, yeah, I'm all, all behind that song and I love you for doing it. It would become an instant modern classic. Anyway, we won't get to Tilly yet. We have to start at the beginning. Shall mm. we start at the beginning? Let's do that. Dancing number one. Uh, it's uh, John and Johannes doing their quick step to Bad Moon Rising. Yeah, now I really, really liked this again, as always. I felt like specifically, um, although the judges didn't mention it, mm. when they're being picked up on anything, it's usually about being in hold and, and having gapping and stuff. And I thought that hold was really good because obviously in the quick step, there was a lot of, you know, crotches effectively glued together and very fast legwork. And yeah. I thought even as a layperson, that looked pretty much on point. Yeah, I mean, I, look, I, I, I love this. I thought it was great. I do find really that I am I am expecting so much from them because of their high standard that if it's not basically a 40, I do yeah. sort of go, oh, a bit disappointing. Feel you a know. little bit let down. Yeah. yeah. They are consistently brilliant. Yeah, aren't but they? They're not getting 10s and all the 9s. But it doesn't feel like it matters at this stage. No. And they did, they did a good thing, which was they were dressed as werewolves and there was a clear decision to say, let's put in some wolfy m- movement within this. Yes. And I like that thing of going, yes, 
you know make the costumes work with the dance put some stuff in um sure. i did think that tilly lacked uh frankenstein movement which i was disappointed <laughs> by but i like the fact that john Can and johannes were both wolfy tilly, have you changed your releases this week we're talking about john and johannes it was a proper halloween dance uh, but <laughs> this one was too this one was too I, yeah I, no it really was i love their sort of like weird sort of thing of going let's do them werewolves but we'll also make them sort of like rocker werewolves yeah um that yeah, was all huge quiffs yeah and good sort There's of like something about about werewolves <laughs> that's, that's my only comment on that styling squirrel fur sort of waistcoats <laughs> i i thought it was sort of good and uh, i just really enjoyed it um I, 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 as you say i mean the actual dancing itself looks phenomenal I, yeah. I, I it is just that thing i think the judges and they they i think they were unlucky to go first this week i think had they gone later in the show i think their remarks would have been a bit more even yeah um, i think you're right i think you're right there, there's a, there was a kind of a weird craig made a weird comment about the choreography being repetitive he did yeah but i just thought well, it's you know i mean I, for, for me watching from the outside i thought it was very um they varied it a lot. So there was there was kind of a solo because they always have to do something side by side because John's so good at it. Yeah. Then there was really a prolonged section in hold, like much longer than I expected them to do, presumably because they wanted to show that they're really listening to the judges and, yep. and and perfecting that. And then a little bit more side by side at the end. But I thought I loved the choreography on this. Absolutely loved it. And Craig did say he sort of said uh, it could have been a bit clean, cleaner. He said uh, it could have been more precise, but it had energy and attack. And I think, you know, there were dances that we see later on that had that were far less clean, that were far less precise, sure. that he was not in the mood to, 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 you know, attack, really. I think he expects a lot more of John now because John, some some weeks, like last week, John was almost like laser precise with his movements. Yeah. They're, they're so getting, I guess if there's any, anything that he can pick him up on now, he's going... Yeah, to. and they're definitely getting to the point of going, you are so good that we are going to yeah. encourage you along by just going, you, you know, you have to get 10, you know, you have to get 40s. And right, if you're not getting yeah. 40s you're not working hard enough yeah um, i think they're building up to it it's coming yeah and when they do jo- johannes is going to cry so much oh yeah they may not be able to continue with the show like he's i, I think it's really nice they're wait that a dam is going to burst that day and i'm happy to wait another week or two for it really. I, I, do you know what i almost have the feeling where if i was uh, had the ear of the judges i would say keep holding this back because they're going to be yeah. here in the last week keep holding it back and exactly. then then let the levy break Go um, gangbusters so he, he got three eights except for shirley gave them a nine yeah um a total of 33 on their feet she's entirely correct <laughs> very much are. i like that shirley did a lot of sort of she was in character more than any of the other judges yeah, she was wasn't she but she hadn't really thought of what the character it. was yeah. <laughs> no. so she'd sort of t- do her normal sort of uh critique of the dance but she was doing in this one witchy hands <laughs> as she was doing it <laughs> Oh, you moved beautifully. I could watch you forever. <laughs> I, love, um, I love her for trying. Yes, she tried. Yes. <laughs> One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All of television history is contained within the box of delights. It was happening in front of us. Incredible. In our living rooms. It was amazing. Guests pick their favourite television moment and tell us why they love it. And is this the episode where Daisy's just been for the interview at the Women's Magazine? Flaps. That's it, Flaps. Yeah. Named one of Radio Time's best podcasts of the year. I don't understand people who don't see the joy in drawing the curtains, mug of hot chocolate and something nice on TV. Like, what could be nicer than that? Than having a snuggle. Exactly. Nostalgia in bite-sized chunks. Box of delights from Great Big Owl. AJ and Kai uh, doing a Viennese waltz. They uh, did, but just before we continue, though, TNCs were a bit of a non-event this week. It was Stephen Merchant being weren't filmed. Weren't they? In some kind of white room. And it was, either it was something on my glasses, there was like a suggestion of a spider. Yes, at the back. To yeah. the side of the frame. But there really was nothing much going on there, Halloween-wise. And again, another part of the show where they're breaking the Halloween spell. It's like, do it properly or don't yeah. do it at all. Com- absolutely. Yeah. Why didn't they just have a member of staff and they go, to give us the terms and conditions, <laughs> it's the creature from the Black Lagoon. You know? Exactly, <laughs> be- you see? Because it wouldn't be any less funny than having Stephen Merchant on and yeah. whether they came in early or whether they they he just started you know that it was just literally him reading the terms and conditions so and giving nothing else I know. Uh, just uh, it, it happens that he's got a BBC sitcom starting this week I feel like they're letting the side down quite heavily with that anyway as we were saying so AJ and Kai's Viennese waltz yeah to is it Dangerous Woman Dangerous by Woman by Ariana Grande know, didn't know this song no um, I absolutely love this. Again, it's like another Viennese waltz. I think it's the second one in this series where they've kind of deliberately gone for a sort of dynamic, dramatic, Mm. sexy waltz where she's being dragged around the floor at some points. Not that kind of frothy, romantic, twirly, twirly, twirly thing that we normally expect. God, I am such a dance expert. (laughs) This Um, ain't your daddy's Viennese waltz. Ah, This is the young people coming in and doing it (laughs) different and shaking up your world. Um, A couple of things. Uh, They didn't call her AJ Abu which i thought was a real missed opportunity totally missed opportunity uh, and also i mean it, I, right at the end as kai ran away um <laughs> aj looks at him and he turns to stone yes um he he was not facing her he did not look into her eyes they should have just been disqualified they i think sh- you're right That's stop actually, that, getting medusa wrong <laughs> <laughs> although if you want there's a this is nothing to do with strictly but there's a really clever um stand-up comedian and classicist called natalie haynes who'll tell you that medusa it's now a feminist reading of it now she wasn't an evil witch who turned people to stone she was actually just misunderstood so you can oh. go and find her on youtube explaining to you exactly why this is actually misrepresented. well i'm, I'm glad natalie haynes was there when medusa yeah. was turning <laughs> loads of men into stone <laughs> uh, very, apologizing very but... <laughs> easy to say let me just say maybe maybe it. maybe it would be nice to hear a classicist talk to the men who were turned to stone <laughs> in the made-up stories no it's true it's true There's, but I, I did really enjoy this obviously they are now in our in our judging scores they're disqualified because of the yeah, fuck up with yeah. the eye contact thing and you know fair play <laughs> um their dance was almost completely overshadowed afterwards with just people trying to goad them into saying that they were having sex with oh, each other. Oh, <laughs> it, it was almost as if they wanted the audience to start clap going, 
Snog, 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 oh, snog. Shag, yeah. shag, shag. Have shag. sex, have sex, have sex, have sex. Um, it was. Not on. It's been the big thing in the tabloids uh, in the previous week. Yeah. Uh, maybe yeah. for two weeks it's been running now. And again, I think as we mentioned last week, the second the tabloids are saying, um, oh, their friends be? are saying it'd be yeah, great yeah, if yeah, they yeah, got yeah. together. They, yeah. uh, they've got together. They're, yeah, that, 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 that's, that bus has already left the station. I thought there was a proper tacit um, uh, uh, approval, if you like, by, by everyone involved in this, where they had uh, yeah. AJ's nieces and nephews come to the uh the studio to watch them um, all, yeah, perform. All done up in spooky face makeup yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, which if, if if that was the not done by the bbc you know uh, costume <laughs> department and makeup who are always thanked constantly throughout the shows constantly and repetitively yeah um, i mean it was as good <laughs> Let, let's be clear it, it, was, it, it wasn't was. it wasn't of a worse standard which which didn't make me think god oh, they they know someone who's great at makeup it made me think not sure the makeup people are all that Oh. Yeah, I, th- I think sometimes I look at what they've done and think, it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Not, like, amazing. Yeah, oh, I don't yeah. really think that guy's a werewolf yeah. now. Oh, exactly. Like, I can see it stuck on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you should do that professionally. Oh, I do do it professionally. Do you? Oh, gosh. <laughs> but one of the little nieces, uh, I think nephews, sort yeah. of said, um, why don't you kiss already? And everybody laughed. And that Very was funny. obviously a tacit um, uh, nod that wouldn't have gone in if they didn't want that rumour to be out there. Oh um, yeah, no. I mean, I think it's all—it's pretty much all be it been confirmed that they're mm. they're dating, and you know that always goes well when you start dating your dance partner. The, I think the only person who's really managed to make this work is um, I just completely still love her, Gemma Atkinson. Yeah, who wasn't dancing with Gawker for her series she was dancing with was it Giovanni maybe can't remember one mm. of the other young men and um, it was always in the papers that Gorka was like asking her out and she was saying no 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 and she said well wait till the end of the series yeah if you want to maybe go on a date after that we'll see and they're now in a relationship they've got a baby they're getting married it's like oh that actually that that was the way to play it she well played but still early, Rachel Riley you know she's she's still oh, that's right her and Pasha is yeah still, and isn't the EastEnders together. actor uh who didn't she win the series I've forgotten her name mm. um she uh is uh the only way I can try and identify Julia is I once saw her <laughs> in a Chinese restaurant in Finchley and oh, she I know was exactly who you mean <laughs> <laughs> she was reading her EastEnders script and it was two pages to a single page of A4, which oh. I thought was um, a worrying sign that the BBC is cutting corners. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that's what you took away from that. <laughs> Very that. much that. so. Um, uh, Anton said about this, it was exquisite to watch, and, and yeah. it was. And Craig was, was, you know, he said it maintained body contact throughout. Yeah, I bet it did i bet it did um he said the viennese waltz doesn't always have uh, a dynamic feel and this did and that's why he loved it that's it i Mm. completely agree with him about that i love the sort of passion and the and the the kind of genuine emotion in it rather than just this i'm not looking at you my head's gone you know that weird thing you have to put your head back into Mm. the right and look away there there was a real connection between them and it was lovely to watch and actually motzi said it was the best dance they've done she did she really did enjoy it, it i mean the marks were Nine, ten, nine, and nine for thirty-seven. Yeah, and Motsi was the ten. Yeah, I didn't. I I sort of didn't feel this was a ten. Oh, I did. No, oh, I, I, I I thought this was a a really solid nine across the board, but it just it sort of lacked. Again, I suppose it's a bit like John and Johannes for me, which is that I am so used to them being yeah. so good that when it is just excellent, I'm a bit like. 
ah, I feel like something missing there. Fair enough. Again, but I think, you know, they are they are lining up, aren't they, in the same way as John and Johannes are for that week where it is just flawless. They are, know? unless, of course, they split up before the end of the series. <laughs> and then it could get really interesting. Oh, I, you know what? I, I don't want to wish that on anyone, but, I mean, it would be fascinating to watch, wouldn't <laughs> I know, it? I know, right? Woof. Unbelievable. We're horrible people. <laughs> <laughs> And talking of horrible people, <laughs> dancers number three. Uh, it's Dan Walker and uh, Nadia Aww. who did their jive uh, to yeah. Rock Lobster by the B-52s. Excellent track. Did you think to yourself, uh, I bet he said he wasn't going to dress up as anything satanic? And I, I did. I sort of thought that. Uh, I thought they probably, they probably wouldn't be having any truck with devil horns. But. No, he probably wouldn't have liked the Amy and Tom thing. He would no, have thought that was no. uh, that was filthy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I thought he's probably also sort of like has a list of things that he's. I'm not going to be devils. Uh, I'm not going to be ghouls and zombies because that's obviously <laughs> uh, mocking the resurrection. I probably am not going to be a dinosaur because obviously <laughs> th- they fit into the same thing of you know <laughs> trying to disprove or a scientist. We're I can't not be entirely sure. Yeah, I'm not being. Charles Charles Darwin, that's not happening. No, and they must have had to work their way down until they go, what about a uh, crustacean? Will you be a crustacean? Oh, one of God's lobsters, of yeah. course. <laughs> yeah, they end up finding themselves being a, a, a pair of lobsters. Um, yeah. He, he was such a knob in his VT as well <laughs> that built into it. He was. In what way did he particularly offend you this week? I'll tell you what it was. He said <laughs> a lot of things Jesus. that <laughs> sounded like Robert Webb would do them. But oh. at the end, instead of doing a depreciatory line that makes that hilarious faux smugness yeah. funny, he would say something that would big himself up. So there was a couple <laughs> of bits where you were waiting for the undercut bit. He'd sort of go, so, I mean, all I've got to do is go in there and just give the best dance of my life which is what I'm going to try and do. Oh, so, no. Whoa, that was supposed to go down at the end. It's going to be does the best have, dance of my life. Does understand it, this show goes out in Britain? <laughs> well, we do not like the big heads. Right at the end, he finished his dance and he, he, he did that lobster roll joke, which, he, you know, you can take or leave. That's fine. He, he obviously, he, he said it when it didn't get a reaction. He, made, he did say to everyone, come on. And they had to then applaud. Um, but he said to Tess, um, I really enjoyed that. Hope you did too. And it's Whoa. just you know oh get That's lost a little, a little bit passive aggressive see now I, I didn't pick up on that and now i hate him again <laughs> <laughs> i hope you did too it's all stuff that, that suggests you did well, yeah completely <laughs> and also having to get a sort of answer almost for it you know well yeah. i really enjoyed that i thought it was excellent i'm sure you did too what about you what did you think of it mm. you know i just i just thought oh knob off <laughs> <laughs> not quite learning how to read the room there well no. the scores so he's been he's never been scored higher than a seven mm. he was desperate for an eight and craig gave him a five and said it was like watching a horror film but then sort of slightly you know sort of um softened that he, yeah um, he but, said you, you you close your eyes throughout but you do want to see what comes next yeah um, <laughs> Sher- shirley and anton both gave him sevens shirley mentioned again that he's six foot six which i love that must really <laughs> piss him off every week it's like one person person will reference his height it doesn't mean anything it's meaningless it's just how long his skin and bones yeah. got when he just stood around on the earth waiting to yeah get taller. it's not um, like it happened to him suddenly and he's yeah. had to learn to cope with it <laughs> but then but then motzi i thought i felt like this was almost painful motzi gave him his longed for eight uh, 
But like much in the way that you'd give a dog like a lovely treat just before you stuck the syringe <laughs> and gave it its final medicine. Motsi gave him an eight exactly like she gave John and Johannes because that dance to Motsi was exactly just, as good as John as and Johannes's. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, almost, uh, almost indistinguishable from, I'd say. <laughs> it's another one of those dances that I do think if somebody I knew came in while I was watching that, they would say to me, <laughs> why do you watch this shit? And I, I would say... <laughs> I would say it's, oh, it's not normally like this, and they'd go, "Yeah, but look at it now. Look at it, it now. Is. It is like this because that's it." And I and I would have to say, "I'm sorry. I'm sorry." <laughs> the other thing I'd like to know is um, during the rest of the show, obviously everyone sat there who's already danced in costume at their little sort of cabaret tables, mm. cheering on their their <laughs> compadres. Nadia kept her lobster claws on because yes. during the dance they literally just whipped them off uh, to enable them to dance more. He's saying, "We yeah. know they're detachable. They're not glued on." <laughs> She kept her lobster claws on and clapped all the other dancers with her lobster claws. Either she was being sarcastic or she was ordered to reattach her yeah. claws well, to like make the whole costume. The bit where know, they were work. doing the sort of uh, the sign language applause for uh, Rose. I mean, with yes. the lobster paws on as well. That just looked, <laughs> it looked ignorant. <laughs> ignorant. <laughs> I, I just, I, I hate this. The only thing I, I clung to was I thought, well, do you know what? At least we're going to see him evicted dressed as a fucking lobster i I really thought that was going to happen that was going to be a moment (laughs) of i mean even dan walker (laughs) would have to look at that and go i find that in some way quite humiliating (laughs) (laughs) but sadly not the best after all (laughs) sadly it would not oh i bet the other thing is he went uh, you know tell me more about lobsters before i decide whether or not (laughs) they they fit into my worldview and they will have said oh well you know what do we know about lobsters they mate for life and he'll gone yes sold sold good christian value by the lobster <laughs> oh god i hated that <laughs> say what you really feel <laughs> dance number four reese and nancy doing a pasa double uh, after of course they were in the dance off last week and you yeah. could tell that reese had really taken a knock with the idea Absolutely. that the british public aren't really very supportive of him but which, I, I worried so much about um because obviously his response and our, both of their responses to any kind of um setback is to try even harder yeah and at one point nancy, nancy said every day we train from 9 a.m yep. to 10 p.m yeah every day and that to me i i start to fear for him now i just think is he gonna i mean obviously physically he's just pushing himself to the absolute he, he has no excess meat on his bones does None. he he, no, he looked no. i mean if they'd have just sort of said take your top off you would have gone <laughs> oh oh nancy's dancing with a skeleton he looks <laughs> like he has he absolutely looks like he's been worked into the ground but he or just just the obviously you know this paso requires loads of attack and he gave it everything like he really was fighting his way through that dance. i thought this was phenomenal i know you're less keen on the the, the head down attack 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 yeah. i i love it i so if you're gonna dance for me then give it all you've got <laughs> I, I like to see them trying and then throwing themselves into it but you know i think because of his enthusiasm they've said this to him before like it can come out as sort of stiff and jerky Mm. um anton told him to take a breath because you know it's just his determination to do it precisely and correctly yeah means that the the dancing is slightly coming second because it's just hitting his marks and obviously nancy's just you know barking instructions at him Mm. you know for, for 10 hours a day it's 
I just think, yeah, he needs to take a breath. He needs to understand that he's really got this. Yeah. And that his dances would be more pleasurable to watch if he just um, trusted himself and, and thought more about the performance of yeah. things. I, I mean, I, you can't deny he's just precise. Oh, him, he's, yeah. And, and I, I worry I, for him. It, it, I, I thought the actual overall look and the setting of this one was perfect i thought oh war of the worlds great. is great halloween music really, they're dressed really up good. as two battered edwardians <laughs> they, they they are you know doing this dance where they both look very frightened and i think that was also playing into you know their real life experience sure. of strictly the terror of the drop zone do you know what you, the aliens coming from mars the, the cgi martians were <laughs> actually all right I, I the was, only good cgi of the night god we've got some shockers <laughs> haven't we oh my but, god i mean i actually was like that is pretty good you would glance at that and think oh they've got some real things there it looked like a west end production yeah I, yeah I, for sure the styling and everything I, I, did, perfect. I, I did think that nancy really really was good in this as well when you oh, watched her terrific. she was she was just at another level and i know that's quite a bad thing for a professional to do because you are slightly showing up your celebrity partner yeah, I know what you but mean. I thought she was phenomenal in this. Yeah, I mean, just, really, just really good. Beautiful shapes. Uh, totally. Um, Motsi said, uh, "You showed yeah. what is Reese about." She said <laughs> while she was banging her mic at the same time. Um, <laughs> not a not a highlight when it comes to a television performance. There, she was um, just really excited. I love it when Motsi gets excited. Yeah, it's kind of like the the sub the substitute for Bruno, isn't it? The, the one who'll really lose her shit and just go incoherent, rambling, darling, wonderful, glad dance. Wee! And then you get Shirley saying, I wanted to send you a mummy hug. A mummy hug. <laughs> my insides <laughs> die. <laughs> it, oh, like God. Imagine it. Imagine, like if, it. imagine if it was Len Goodman. The, the sort of nearest <laughs> thing. And, and Len Goodman just, just saying to, you know, some... 12 year old dancing girl i just want to send you a daddy hug you know <laughs> just nice oh, he would be so. he would be dragged out of the studio um and i yeah i felt so Duh. but craig, craig said that um he wasn't dancing through his spanish line which i think is you know the, the professional's way of saying yeah think about your dancing mm. it's great that you're so drilled on the moves but like think about your body we're moving with the music actually dancing because obviously it, you know he moves so fast he does look like he's doing a brilliant job but i do kind of understand what craig was getting i suppose there. that there's a sense here that it's more like a, a, a sort of training exercise where you have to hit certain marks at certain times yeah. rather than going feel the love of dance and Precisely. i suppose as a, as a younger guy you are just like i can attack this head on and i can yeah. get this technically right and the rest of it doesn't really matter but you can see the difference and you know and I think with the dance that Rose did, for example, and the dancer yeah. that Rose is, beyond the fact that she is doing something at a level that nobody else is doing, um, sure. because of you know the 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 the, 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 the deafness that she has to overcome in yeah. a dancing competition, um, what what you see is that she has heart and she has an understanding of the beauty of dance and i yeah. think that that is the thing that reese doesn't have he is you know he's t taking this as a military exercise and unless he can find that bit where he goes i actually love this and i glide and there's something more than just getting it right i think yeah. he is going to struggle to get to the final at this stage yeah you're right something's going to have to happen in terms of him loosening up again he needs to go and take ayahaska in the desert i think doesn't he, he needs to just 
be taken out of himself in some kind of perhaps slightly druggy way. Yeah. The only way to unlock the inner dancer. Well, unfortunately, Reese won't be joining us this week <laughs> because he's on day six of a massive bender. Uh, we, we, we hope he'll manage to find his way back to the studio and it comes back <laughs> wonderful. He's had a, a white. <laughs> Great Big Owl. It's an S-Pod thing. The podcast revisiting S-Club 7's insane TV show. Yeah, I can't imagine anyone's binge-watched this. Anyone who's not on drugs. <laughs> Thank you for bringing this into my life. Uh, it was honestly <laughs> truly appalling. Guests help me analyse the show in more detail than anyone ever asked for. It feels weird to me to say the phrase sex object in a show that <laughs> was aimed at six-year-olds. Do you think Do you think one of the problems with this show is that seven is too much? It's an S-Pod thing from Great Big Owl. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more.